Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. <laughs> Hello and welcome to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV shows from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Rebecca Reeds. And I'm your host, Craig Fay. And this week we are talking about Gilmore Girls, the oh. highly, 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 highly requested. So, what, the most requested um, thing we've had in years. Like, it's been... We've it's, hesitated to do it because it's such a it's, big thing. Yes, it is. It was a big ask, but, you know, ask and you shall receive from yes, us because absolutely. I am a TV lady. I will... Just a little peek behind the curtain for everybody. Uh, Craig and I kind of have this loose deal where... Uh, it is. It's <laughs> yeah, kind it of is. a loose deal. It's, it's where Craig, rules we've fallen into. <laughs> rules we've fallen into. Where Craig, because he is, uh, he is a spreadsheet man, he gets the job done. You know what I mean? He gets in there. He gets the job done. Craig really deals with all of our day-to-day dealings. Okay? He does, I honestly, like literally 99% of our day-to-day dealings. Okay? Just messages and fucking... You know, getting our getting our social medias out and all that kind of all that fun stuff. Okay, Craig does all of that, and then when we do TV, I watch it all. (laughs) I will watch. Yes, and I'm just like watch these episodes because these are the big ones. If you can watch extras, that's cool too. But like, I I will just I'm in charge of the bulk watching if we're doing TV shows. So I watched the first three seasons of Gilmore Girls. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, I wasn't gonna watch that much but it kind of i'm not gonna lie it's a good show oh buddy i this is a great show to watch if you're like i think it's a great show to watch if you're like also doing something else yeah like i would throw this on and be like okay i'm gonna wash the dishes and like also watch this and it's honestly like as much as it is you know like fun and dramatic but it's like it's soft like mm-hmm. it it's it's soothing I yeah. feel like I'm like this is a very soothing show for me to watch I don't know if it's all the la la la's they put in but you ever know there's just so much la la la's where they're like la 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 it's a little it's musical like, yeah yes. the town is whimsical it's just there's like, like so- yeah, I like weird character neighbors where and- the biggest dealings are all like it's it's these interpersonal dramas yeah yeah, that's the whole show. Somewhat low stakes, but but because you care about these characters, characters they are heightened, and you do care yeah. who like Rory's dating and what's yeah. going on and the comings and goings of the the people in these towns or in this town. Honestly, I am not gonna lie to you guys. I was pretty hooked. I was like, I yeah. will continue to watch the rest of this. Um, and we'll do a. We're we gonna are do, gonna do a part two for yeah. this. So that that being said, I was like, wow, we took a little. <laughs> Just a little background. We took like about a month off from recording just because our schedules didn't line up. So we like loaded. Craig's getting too popular. No. And then we were like, you know what? (laughs) We'll have enough time to watch all this. And there is so much Gilmore Girls. (laughs) Buddy, 22 episodes per season. 44 minutes each. Like it's, they don't make TV like this anymore. No, they don't. Although it is, it is that TV 44 where when you cut off the, 
you know, you cut off the intro and you cut off the credits. I'm like, yeah, we're in at a crisp 40. That'll yeah, be fine. That's fair. Plus, again, I, I honestly, I enjoyed watching it. Yeah, so same, I really same. didn't mind. I was doing sewing projects and I was just like kind of filling the time with other projects also while listening. And there's just so many characters that I really, really enjoy. Two, I'm, I'm obviously, I'm not going to describe the first three seasons to you guys. There's too much to cover. But if you've never seen Gilmore Girls, what you need to know is uh, we follow our two main characters. We've got Lorelai and Rory Gilmore. Um, Lorelai had uh, Rory when she was 16. It was a teen pregnancy, teen birth. Um, had a big uh, falling out with her parents and we kind of, we're dropped in where they're kind of picking things back up. Rory is, basically, Rory is Lorelai's age when she had her. We're watching them, you know, kind of navigate the new relationship that Lorelai and Rory are trying to foster with um, Lorelai's mother, Rory's grandmother, Emily. And them just trying to get through, you know, life, dating, running, Lorelai runs an inn. Um, she also comes from a very wealthy family, Emily uh, and the father are very bo both very wealthy. And that's kind of the, the la-la-las, you know, yeah. it just la-la-las through. And that's basically what the whole story is about. It's about this family. It's about the Gilmores. And I would say more specifically, the title, The Gilmore Girls. Yeah. There are, they do kind of get into the father or some, but I would argue that it is much more about these three women. It's about yeah. Rory. It's about Lorelai. It's about Emily. Yeah. We do have side characters. We have side villains, obviously. Um which we will discuss, but it, it, the main people are those three people. Yeah. And, and weirdly enough, I didn't clock that Emily was a Gilmore girl until, <laughs> until like, I, I was like, oh, the Gil Gilmore girls refers to Laura, Lorelai and Rory. Yes. And then the more I watched it, I was like, Emily's a fucking Gilmore hey, girl. She's, she's a Gilmore she's, girl, she's a girl, baby. <laughs> she's a Gilmore girl, baby. Yes. Absolutely she yeah, is. Yeah. Um, so I'm very into, because we were talking before this, and I was like, we might have different ideas of who the the, the intended villains of this are. So I'm, okay. I'm really interested to hear what you say. Oh, buddy. I'm so, oh, my God. I have so much to say about this show. That was the other thing, too, where when we were discussing how much we were going to cover and I was like, I honestly have so many opinions that we need a part two. <laughs> we need it. I need it. Yeah. Because firstly, um, there's no fucking way I'm not finishing this. Like, <laughs> I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm too in. I want to know what happens. I'm into these women, even when they're making the wrong choices that are made, or what I feel like are the wrong choices. And I'm screaming at the screen and I'm like, don't do, you fucking idiot. Like, the amount of times I yelled out, you fucking idiot, while watching this show, am I going to finish it? Yes. Okay, I'm going to absolutely finish it. And secondarily, there's just so many, so many characters, and there's so many boyfriends, and there's so many things that are going on that I'm like, we have to do a part two just because I know some of the things that are coming, and I'm mm -hmm. like, I need to discuss these things too. Yeah. So if we don't get to them now, oh, we oh, promise. We like promise we're we, going yeah. to. If this is a late season turn for a character, we're going to try and. Oh uh, yes, apologize. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. we're we're covering seasons one to three, and that is it. And mostly, I would argue even more so, season one and two. 
Um, even though I watched season three because I am hooked. Uh, um, and thank you for this. Uh, thank you for all these suggestions because this was um, this was a show I had never really because there's so much of it. I just never really felt like diving into it. I was like, I get it. They talk fast. Wow. Yeah, I caught odd episodes mm-hmm. and always enjoyed it. I'd always enjoyed mm-hmm. the style in which it was done, but I never got into it like dramatically yes. where I needed to follow it week to week or anything like that. And I think some people try and make the argument that it's like, well, nobody really talks like that. Nobody talks like that. I'm like, have you fucking met comics? I'm yeah. like, so many people talk like that. I'm like, I, I never understand that argument of like, well, this is too written. It's it, it, Nobody would speak this way. I'm like, no, actually, I, I actually fully believe a lot of people speak this way. Yeah, it's quick. It's witty. You've just never met these people. And I don't even care if it's stylized for the show. Yeah. It's enjoyable. I like it. Um, I speak quickly and I like it. Yeah, <laughs> which is, I think I'm going to bring this up to, um, so like one, one villain I think is in this show is Lorelai. And and to just jump off mm-hmm. of the tone, the, the I understand that that is the appeal of the show. Mm. And I understand that that is how this show is written and that's what yeah. makes it watchable. But if you take a step back from that, how she reacts to most things, as silly or serious as they are, is with sarcasm and largely disdain or dismissiveness she she reacts to everything that way and i understand it's a tv show and that's what we want to see because it's funny Mm -hmm. but in a serious note like her her talking to like michelle like the 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 in guy um her assistant at the end i guess at like just being so sarcastic with him all the time sarcastic with her mother when her mother suggests something else sarcastic with Rory sarcastic with Luke like she she is the, one of these people who never takes anything as seriously as you should and as much as I love joking around that infuriates me oh buddy I have literally 1000 things to say about this <laughs> yes of course okay and before we do that I just I'm, I'm we we should thank our sponsor before we get in because oh, yes. I'm about to like you're just chainsaw me like I can't even I can't even start because I'm gonna start rolling like way too fucking hard about this so before we get to uh, who we believe uh, all the villains are of of Gilmore Girls season one to three we would like to thank our sponsor this episode is brought to you by tpublic.com where you are going to find your next favorite tea. Yeah, absolutely. Whatever you're into, whatever sort of weird geekdom or fandom you're into, man, there's a tea public design for you. Um, they come on t-shirts, tank tops. Like, it's not just t-shirts, right? You can get them on hoodies, mugs. They've got uh, children's, uh, what do you call those? Like onesies, kids' onesies that oh you can put these God. things on. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, and uh, notebooks, laptop mm-hmm. covers, all the rest. You can find a cool I design. I would argue some of our designs should not go on any anything for children but yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you can go and check some of those out at our store guys we have uh i mean we've got the old traditional uh uh get <laughs> stri- don't get me hard <laughs> don't get me hard get me wrong um it, don't get me wrong it's hard um so, uh, i can't even remember <laughs> 
just and all kinds of other flubs. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We uh, and also Villain was right. Uh, yeah, just classic logo villain and, tees. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we've got some great designs for you there. And if you don't find anything in our store, uh, if you still use our link and browse around, it still helps support the podcast. And you're for sure gonna find some amazing mashup of some weird, geeky, wonderful stuff. And you can put it on pretty much everything. Hell yeah! So head on over to vwrstore.fromsuperheroes.com to check out all of our merch and favorite designs from T Public. That is vwrstore.fromsuperheroes.com. And thank you, T Public, for your continued support. And now we'll, let's start the chainsaw. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah, 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 yeah. I've had three coffees. <laughs> Actually, that is a big theme of this show. These ladies be drinking coffee. Yes. Which I actually uh, really love as a side thing because I'm like, yes, these women 100% would drink that much coffee. I fully believe it. They do I, seem over I believe it in the way they speak. I believe it in the way they operate. And uh, yeah, absolutely. So Laurel. Mm. Laurel I. Okay, so I actually don't... Like, I feel like... Uh, I, I, I don't want to call Lorelai a villain just because of our intended purposes here because right, right. I fully fucking disagree with a lot. Like, I would argue... I think I disagree with 90% of the stuff that Lorelai does. Yeah. <laughs> she is the character that does the most wrong things consistently, yeah. in my opinion. Yes. Who I think the intended villain of this show is Emily. Yeah, for the first couple seasons at least. Yes. She is believed to be like kind of the person that is responsible for their relationship falling apart. Yeah. And I disagree. Yeah. <laughs> And let's just even go right back. I I, I am so here for Emily. Oh, it is me too, dude. Because me too. Let's just go to the inciting incident mm-hmm. of this show, which is that Rory gets into Chilton, a private school. Yes. Lorelai cannot afford the tuition. Mm-hmm. Um, so she goes to Emily and is like, like hat in hand, being like, I'm so sorry. I never want to go to you for anything because we have a bad relationship. Which they already knew she was coming for money, by the way, because this is not the first time she has done this, and that is the only time she ever speaks to her parents. Yes, and then Emily goes, of course we will give money to our granddaughter's education. Yes. Doesn't even consider it, doesn't even really give her a hard time. She's like, no, of course we're doing that. Of course we're doing that. The one stipulation being is that you have to come here every Friday and have dinner with us. The the only stipulation on that money, and this is tens of thousands of dollars yeah. every year, is I want to be involved in your life and the life of my granddaughter. That is it. Yeah. That is what, what a-, a reasonable request. <laughs> <laughs> what a reasonable request. Like I could, yeah, like one one night a week. I would like to see you because I am funding your full life and I am tired of you coming over here just when you need money. I would like to see you and start trying to foster a relationship again. And so much of that first season Mm. is Emily. Like, I'm not saying Emily's always right. I'm not saying Emily doesn't always overreact. But there's so much of that season is her realizing how much of Rory's life and Lorelai's life she's missed out on mm-hmm. in these intervening years. She's, ho- I don't know if it's first season or second season, but she's 
uh, Rory shows her the yeah. uh, oh my god the, the, the uh, potter what do they call it the pottery shed yes. where Lorelai lived as a sixteen year old raising her baby while she worked at the hotel and the look on Emily's face of pure horror in Buddy, terms that was of one like, of the most heartbreaking episodes like what in did my I opinion. allow my daughter to do well it wasn't even a lot it was like because you you find out throughout the season that, that it's like Lorelai completely cut them off like it yes. was done it yeah. was fucking done they didn't know where she was they tried contacting her they would try showing up they even do they do a flashback in season three of when Lorelai is giving birth and she left a note on their table. She didn't call them. She didn't be like, hey, I'm going to a hospital. Like, none of this. Yeah. And and it was all because of big pushback where the father was like, her father was like, I want you to get married. I'm going to have um, your husband work for my company. We're going to work this out. We're going to take care of We're this. We're going to take care of this. And listen... I'm not a big fan of my way or the highway either. Like, don't get me wrong, okay? But at a moment, you need to allow, you come from a rich family. You're like, well, I'm not going back because they tell me, they, they make me pose for photos and they make me sit for oil paintings and I hate that. And it's like, okay, so you've just lived this super, super ultra privileged life. Okay, where you go home and you have little, you, you know what I mean? You come home at 16 and we're going to have a couple of bevies from the bar cart and I'm going to be a rebel and all these sorts of things. And accidents happen. Like I grew up with a lot of girls that were pregnant. Like we, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That it were happens. pregnant. It, it happens. happens. Okay. And I genuinely and to this day believe that each and every one of those girls that, that, you know, uh, that had that happen to them, bravest motherfuckers I've ever met in my entire yeah. life. The amount of uh, high school parties I was at where I was drunk in a bathroom with some girl being like, you are the definition of holy fuck brave. Like yeah. Jesus yeah, yeah. Christ. Yeah. So, um, but and, and accept always, the help for your own life. Accept the help for your own life. And I always go back to the, uh, this is a weird thing, but uh, Knocked Up, there's the scene where he oh. tells his dad, uh, Seth, Seth Rogen tells his dad, like, oh, I got this girl pregnant. And he goes, that's great. That's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Like, like it may be not what you planned or whatever, but, like, it's, it, it, you know, it may interrupt your life. And I'm not saying, like, this for all 16, you know, but oh, it's like, no. but it can be a good thing. Like, mm-hmm. you don't have to look at it as, like, this has ruined your life. This has changed your life for sure. But, like, this is someone that's going to be loved. This is someone that's going to be taken care of. You have a support network for her. Like, it doesn't have to be a terrible thing. Oh, and, and well, you also have options. Like, you, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But Emily, like, just to go back to that pottery, I want to keep calling it the pottery barn. Um, it's the, <laughs> we can call it the that. Pottery barn, the pottery barn. The pottery barn. Where at first you think that she is being snobbish, where you go, like, oh, how could anybody mm. live in such squat? This is what, oh, I'm rich and I have a big house. And then they get into it later when they come over. She makes a room for Rory. So Rory is always going to have a place to stay in their house no matter what. First of all, what a what a understandable reaction. Like seeing that being like, oh, like my daughter and granddaughter have been precarious through their lives that mm-hmm. we know. I'm nesting, baby. Like yes. I'm, 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 I'm. Paul's Rory's. Like, what do you like? What do you, what do you want? Oh. Like, how would you like this? And, and, and it's a surprise. Exactly. And Lorelai fucking hates. It. I'm like, yes. what do you mean? 
And 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 the 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 thing Emily screams at her was, I saw that place. That's where you chose to live rather than coming home, rather than accepting any help from us. You chose to live like that. And it, like it's like all of a sudden it's not a snobbish thing. It's no. like a, you didn't have to do that and you chose to because you hate us so, so much. much. You put your lovely girl Rory yeah. through this and you like rather than than accept help from us in any form and you're just like it was heartbreaking yes to me. and that's heartbreaking. and that's the beat that Lorelai keeps hitting she can it's it's every 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 fucking argument they have between each other is Emily trying to give Lorelai help and Lorelai going fuck you no man I hate your mom I'm gonna do, I it, gotta on do it all my all on my own and it's like you're it's literally unnecessary also if it was just Lorelai absolutely girl burn your life to the ground it's your life fuck it yeah but you have a dependent okay you have a person that you need to take care of no matter what okay if I'm if I'm Rory's mother, doesn't does it fucking matter? It doesn't matter if I have to come here. I have to go see my mom every night of the week. I don't give a shit because if it's for you, I'm gonna do it. Yeah, we're gonna make it happen. Yeah, and there's also there's also a big difference between like let's say cutting somebody out of your life who is toxic or abusive mm -hmm. or something like that, and being like, I'm choosing never to talk to my mother again because like they make my life worse. But everything Emily does. I mean, you can argue that she's overbearing, that she's controlling, all the rest. Overly critical. Overly critical. Absolutely. No one's giving her a pass on that. But everything she does, you can see she's trying to do it from a place of helping. Yes. Right? Maybe maybe in a lot of senses, mm -hmm. it's not the help that you think that you need. But, I mean, let's talk about the loan situation. Oh, God. I fucking... Oh, so, that so whole termites, episode, buddy. Termites eat the, the basement of their house. Lorelai needs money. Big in, money. Big money. Big money. Can't afford it. Already Fast. has many, many debts. Yes. Borrowed against the house. Mm. Does not want to go to her um, mother for money. Rory brings it up. And here, here's another point I want to make, God, which is Rory, like, like they have a conversation where Lorelai says, I'm not going to ask our parents, my parents, that mm -hmm. is absolutely not an option. Rory brings it up anyway. Lorelai gets mad at Rory for doing that. And I understand that's a boundary, right? And they have a conversation about how that was a boundary. That's a stupid fuck. But you have raised a daughter who is, one, way more mature for her age than she sh ever should be. And who feels that mom needs me to solve problems. Yeah. Otherwise, the problems don't get solved. Mm -hmm. That's a 16-year-old girl yeah. talking to her 32-year-old mother being mm -hmm. like, you get too stubborn and you don't solve problems that affect both of us. And therefore, I at 16 have already taken on the mantle of person who needs to solve problems your problems. Yeah. Like that's you're too proud. And that's damning of how she was, you know, oh, yeah. although I will say, I mean, if you're going to have a, if you have a child at 16, kind of a good chance that they will end up in this manner. Okay. For, it's for just, sure. it, it is just like a natural dynamic. I think that would probably occur. I can't say for 100% certain, oh. but yeah. And here's the <laughs> thing about this show is I a hundred percent believe that 
Mm. Emily creates Lorelai, Lorelai creates Rory. I, yes. Like, and I understand. The, the line of it that. It makes so much sense. The characters. Why they are oh, the yeah. way they are makes so much sense. I really believe it. I yes. really, it is super well written. Yes. I think for that. And, yes. and nothing that we're saying here is a criticism of that at all. Oh, no. They write yeah. these characters yeah. very well. Like, I really do, you're right, believe the line. Yeah. And like, when Lorelai does something that we disagree with, I'm like, I still get why you do that. I get, oh, like, yeah, I get I, your motivations. I, you I get are, who you are. Yeah. You are actively acting in character at all times. Yeah. Mm. But just, yeah, and to get back to the loan, it's like all Emily's trying to do is help her. Yes. And she's too proud to take, she's too proud to borrow the money from um, her mother. She's too proud to uh, go to an, at first she's too proud to go to an appointment that her mom set up with a friend who's the head of a bank. Yeah. And let me just tell you, that's the, I understand being too proud and you don't want to borrow the money from your mother. You don't want it just to be like, my mom's rich and I get a bailout whenever I screw up. I understand mm. that, right? Oh, yeah. Um, but the, we've, we've set up a meeting for you with our friend. Is the middle ground out of that? Is it incredibly privileged? Yes. Do other people not have access to our friend is head of the national bank. Mm. Yeah, other people don't do that. But but that's the, I've set up a meeting, you go there and you get the loan on your your own. That's the middle ground out of that situation. Yes. I know but also the realization of, you actually can't even do this. With, you need me to co-sign this loan. Yeah. Which is, which <laughs> drove me fucking crazy because I was like, Okay, so your mother's already on this loan. There's no way the bank is going to give you a better deal than your mother. <laughs> like, just why did you add in a middleman here? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so infuriating. <sighs> I do get that. Though. I don't. I, I don't get because, it. Because, because you're... It's, it's your dad. It's what you're trying... It's your paying off, right? Like, mm -hmm. it's... I, I understand that, like, I don't want to run to mommy and daddy every time I have a problem. Attitude. Yes, but you've only done it twice. Yeah. Yeah. Or, it's, yeah. or I guess more maybe because they expect you want money or whatever. But I mean, if that's, you know, par for the course, like Jesus yeah. fucking Christ. Yeah. Emily just like every time Emily is upset, it seems like most of the time for the for the first three seasons, anytime Emily is actually really upset, it's when she hasn't been told something that she should Absolutely no. Okay? So, like, I think it's first season when uh, Lorelai gets engaged. I'm sure it, and yeah. I'm positive it won't be the last. <laughs> I'm positive. Um, so she gets engaged. And to if, Rory's teacher. To Rory. Everyone in that situation Buddy, should have I known that was a terrible thing. Lorelai did know it was a terrible thing and did it anyway. Anyway. I, can I just, I, yeah, you know what? I just need to go on a quick side rant about that fucking plot line because I was like, first of all, okay, the teacher. That's fucked. Okay. That is absolutely fucked. Uh, secondarily, what, e even on Max, okay, who the fuck proposes that fast? You don't even live together, bro. You haven't figured out anything. You I was like, I literally laughed so fucking hard when he like half proposed to her. She's like, no, but it's got to be like, you know, it's got to be like a thousand daisies or whatever. And um, 
I'm like, no, this guy's literally kidding. Like, you guys are joking about this engagement. Like, literally, not one episode before this, they couldn't even figure out if they were actually dating or not. Right. I was screaming at that plot line. I was like, this is this is fucked from Jump Street. Everybody's wrong here. Yeah. And they tried to turn it where it was like, oh, yeah, like, this guy is obviously bad for her, and this was a mistake, and he's being a little overbearing or whatever, and it's like... Yeah, but neither of them even know what their fucking relationship is. Like, he's overbearing because nobody's discussed what the parameters of this fucking relationship is. And we're already like, well, there's going to be a wedding next week. Stop. Stop. Stop too this fast, right now. Too fast. Stop this, this is, right now. This is a grown woman with mm-hmm. a child. Yeah, like, like life can't change that fast for her. That actually kind of gets me off on another plot. If I could just bring up another sure. uh, villain of, uh, I would argue, season one and two, and, and less so in season three, but yes, she kind of gets on back as a villain, is Paris. Mm. Okay. Yeah, and see, I knew Paris was like, I know she's a fan favorite for defending, and I was having a real hard time getting on board with Paris really? these, these first couple seasons. Yeah. Oh, I have no problem with Paris. Okay, let's hear it. Okay, Paris is actually um, really close to, as far as character-wise, really close to Rory, only she has none of the social skills. Oh. And that's the difference. That's honestly the difference, okay? They are very much the same character. Mm. Okay, they're driving towards the same thing. They have the same goals. They have the same absolute obsession with grades and perfectionism and being intelligent and all these sorts of things. It's just Paris has none of the fucking social skills. That is the only difference. Okay, like, honestly, like, Rory... Rory ruining her diorama and it's like, oh, it was an accident. But like, if you've already been beefing with this person, I'm like, yeah, fuck you from Jump Street. I felt that little side. Yeah, I felt that so hard because when I was in grade, I want to say five or six, uh, we went on a field trip to an Iroquois village, like Mm. a like a reconstruction of an Iroquois village with the the longhouses. Yeah. Right. And I for a school project built an Iro- a model of an Iroquois uh, longhouse mm-hmm. out of like vines that like I bent and like tied together and like covered with like bark and like had like all the features whenever. And I'm getting to school. Like I've worked hours on this. Getting Bloody to school, no. unloaded no. it, unloaded it out no. of the minivan and just toppled right <laughs> over. <laughs> So I felt for, I did feel for Paris so hard. Oh my God. Thankfully I constructed Mm. the shit out of that and the whole structure stayed it together. Yeah. Uh, And it was just all like the loose shit inside Mm. that got knocked. And I think I still got a good mark on it, but like my mom was like audibly screaming. (laughs) Like she's in the driver's side as I'm taking it. it Like literal chills. I can't. That is horrifying. A a model that you, for school. Oh Nobody. Oh. I can't. I that's something. Have you ever just dropped something These, and the world stops? You're, like, I you're done. Like I've literally dropped something. Like one time I made it, I I don't know if you've ever made a chicken pot pie. Okay. Chicken pot pie, if you do it from scratch, takes fucking hours, dude. You know what oh, I yeah, mean? Yeah, you gotta, you gotta cook the chicken, yeah, yeah, yeah. you gotta, you know, you're cooking your chicken thighs, you're fucking oh, by the way, just a side thing. This has nothing to do with 
fucking anything. But if you're ever cooking uh, chicken thighs for something, I highly, first of all, if you're ever cooking for like stews, um, pies, anything like that, always go for the thigh because it's got a lot more fat on it Mm. and it's going to make everything taste a lot better. But uh, generally you don't want to put the skin in because it's just like it's going to be rubbery Mm. and it's going to be whatever. Make chicken skin chips. Okay, mm. you what you do is you just take the skin off, like after you've already cooked it, right? But it's still going to be kind of loose because like most of the time I seal mine uh, and almost steam it a little bit. I uh, You take the skin off and you put it between two pans Ooh. and then put it in the oven like that yeah. and you just crisp them right the hell up. I mean, they've got to be the worst thing on the planet to eat, but they are unbelievably tasty. <laughs> I think they'd be better than a Dorito for you. I don't know. <laughs> Pretty high up there. Anyway, yeah. uh, but point uh, being. Um, uh, Paris, Paris. Paris. Um, anyway, yeah. So dropping something like that and just your world stops. What I, uh, My defense for Paris is A, any time you see, all, I would say honestly anyone interact in this school, they interact the way that Paris interacts, okay? Mm. This school has fostered Okay, this sort of social dynamic within yeah. the school. It's every man for himself, okay? It's, yeah. it's, it's me or you, and every other student kind of it, it runs along the same lines, like really is representative of this kind of like almost bullying, almost like, you know, it's me or you, we've got a... a, a and I don't think that's Paris. Paris also is, uh, her parents are going through a brutal public divorce. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I want to talk very specifically about uh, one action that I know, she she even apologizes afterwards, but I'm like, no, I get it. I would, uh, absolutely. And it is uh, the episode where she tells everybody that uh, Lorelai and Max are uh, together. Yeah. And because she's just getting devastated by everybody in the school her about mom her doesn't parents' doesn't even want to be there on the, the school, the parents' day or whatever. Yes. So, like, shit's going she's down. Getting shit from, like, teachers and kids yep. about, like, their divorce or whatever. Yeah. Paris doesn't even want to be in the school. She sees this. She sees this highly inappropriate thing. Okay. Yep. From somebody that she is competing with for grades, okay, and and I would also argue that these Ivy Leagues have also Im- I- instituted this this highly competitive nature between the students. It's me yeah. or you. You, I I know you want to go to Harvard. I want to go to Harvard. It, it maybe can only be one of us. This kind of mentality, like yeah, you also see through the seasons Paris come around. Okay, and start becoming friends with Rory because they do have so much in common. Yeah, I I will say the I I told them because I just wanted someone to I just wanted people to stop talking about me for a little while. Body, like, like I kinda, uh, I really get that. Also, it is it is a legitimate issue though. It's a legitimate issue because at one point we do see Lorelai and Max together in his apartment and she goes like Lorelai's literally like oh have you marked Rory's paper yet it's really it's an A plus anyway I'll just leave it here on the top I was like you can like do I think that a teacher can separate a relationship with the mother and like Ha, like be a fair grader to a student? I think so. I don't think so. Like I, I you know, I don't think so. Like man. I've I I grew up in towns where like the teacher like the the grade eight teacher ends up teaching their own son. 
you know, like that kind because of, there's one grade eight teacher. No, this man proposed and, after yeah. like two weeks. But Lorelai's got grade changing pussy. Okay. Uh, I would agree a hundred percent on that. Uh, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Um, the, uh, just a little sidetrack here, but anyways, uh, so, <laughs> so Lorelai, Lorelai is like, Lorelai should know that and, mm. and be like, great at whatever, be fair. Don't like, I want you to be fair to my kid. Not even joking about this. Mm-hmm. That being said, I just have to get the rune is it when he goes on that, they go on a double date and it's, uh, what's his face is, um, Suki's husband's cousin. Oh yeah, and this short oh, little miserable right, yeah. keeps being like her. Like she's so tall, That's and like she's so, so gross. Meanwhile, I'm like Laura Graham is one of the most attractive women. That's so I have funny. ever. Like she that guy is was killing me though. Effort, effortlessly, a fun, quirky, attractive. Yeah. You're like yeah, her all the way. And the, this guy's like oh she's too tall, and I'm like too tall. No, honestly, you, can't. you know what, villain? I'm gonna, I'll defend him right now. Lorelai needs to be taken down a peg. <laughs> <laughs> you can't make oh, a fucking woman. Fucking roof. Yeah. Can't make a woman who's too tall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, valid. I, you know what? I do support that, actually. Uh, maybe, yeah, I uh, forgot about him. That's so yeah, it's funny. It's a very minor no, thing, yeah. but I was just like, yeah, but okay, your villain was right. You need to be taken down a peg. I just wanted to go bowling with his cousin. You know? Yeah, um, I just think Paris, what drives Paris is that she is extremely hyper-focused. She's extreme, yeah. like, she's neurotic. She has anxiety. She is really, like, she's fucking, she needs to maybe... I don't know, smoke some weed or something, but she, (laughs) (laughs) she needs to like maybe calm down a little bit, but I genuinely think that, uh, well, even, um, I don't know if you caught these episodes, but, um, I can't, I, for whatever reason, I can't blondie. Um, the the secondary love interest in the first season. Oh, uh, the guy that Dean clocks at the dance. Yeah. Um, I can't remember his name right now for some reason. Anyway, Blondie. Um, he actually really stirs the pot and says some things to Paris. Because Paris is into him, right? Yes. And Rory does kind of play with that. Right? Like, she kisses him. They, then he... he Now, he's a villain I'm not willing to defend. Okay? No, he's, he's a... He's, he is uh, a stage 10 cunt. Okay? I do not Tristan. care for him. Tristan. Oh, what a the great... The note here is, Tristan is such a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Tristan. Yeah, that's and such like, a dickish like, and, name, and too. And picks a fight with Dean in a way that is so overt. Like, I can't... Like, like there is a version of that mm-hmm. scene where Dean's a little got a little hot-headed and got a little bothered. It, 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 it is absolutely, Tristan is 100% in the wrong. I am so there for Dean clocking him. But I can also see why Paris wouldn't be trusting of Rory. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. based off of all the information she has, they're trying to be friends again. They're trying to, like, be okay with each other. And then Tristan's like, no, no, no. Like, we're going out on a date or whatever. And honestly, I think... It was a really, really cold move of Rory to try and set Paris and Tristan up mm. and be like, no, like go on a date with her because she likes you so much and everything. You fucking, you know, he's interested in you. Yeah. 
you're setting this girl up to fail in the biggest way possible. I don't think Paris had ever really been on a date prior to that because like we started, we see in season three, she starts dating somebody and she starts talking about it. And she's like, I don't think I've ever really been on a real date. Yeah. Buddy, how does that not like? Also, Tristan's the biggest dick anyway. Like, oh no, he Paris, is a big dick, and I don't think Paris should be with him. And I'm yeah. glad that she learned that lesson. I'm glad that she finds out that she shouldn't be with him. Okay, I think that's great. Okay, but I think it is so cruel of of Rory to be like, oh, you like me? No, go out with her. No, mm, you know, Rory's work. smart. Okay, yeah. she fucking knows that's not gonna go. Okay, she knows that's not going to go. You're setting this girl up to fail. This woman has never gone on a date. Okay, she wa- She really does like this man, even though she, he's not good for her. Okay? But that's high school. That's high school, baby. Oh, buddy, if you don't think I'm still doing that, like, <laughs> come on. Okay, but but it's it's so heartbreaking for me to watch Paris like really try and get these social things going on for herself. Yeah, where she's really like, okay, like you know, she wants to dro- join like the little sorority that the. Uh, that the school has these sorts of things where it's like all she's ever trying to do is is get good grades, be be you know like fit in, fit in, yeah. try and have some friends. She does she have some freakouts? Absolutely. Is she neurotic? You fucking bet. Okay, but is she in my in my opinion the exact same person as Rory, but yeah. without any of the social skills? One thousand percent. Yeah, that's a good point. And where she brings her cousin to the dance and then outs herself. Yeah. Because she thinks Rory's gonna, yeah. And it's like, in in a way, like, I'm I'm getting on board now because I'm like, you're, on board now. I'm no, because what you're saying you. is they're you. the same person essentially, yes. just without the social skills. But like, it's also very telling that um, that uh, Paris thinks that Rory's out to get her from the get go mm-hmm. because that's the only way she's ever been taught how to act like that like that's the model that she has yes like i'm not i'm gonna bring my cousin to the dance so that i don't get embarrassed by showing up here alone Mm. um and then as soon as someone else gets that information i'm gonna assume that they're gonna use it against me whereas rory doesn't do anything with it to her credit like she's just like that's fine that's kind of i'm kind of satisfied myself in knowing that which is yeah You can be, you can roll in that little pigsty for a while. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, for sure. Get, get that little mud on your back at the fleas. Yeah, mm. absolutely. But yeah, it's, it's, you're right. It's, it points to that. It points to that, that yeah. they're the same people. She's just a little, she's been tweaked up a little bit. And to, really to doesn't have the same support system even close. Yeah. Like she, <laughs> there's just so many sad moments with her where she'll, She'll come over to Rory's and be like, please, you have to help me study. Like, I'm freaking the fuck out. Yeah. And then Rory will be like, oh, like, why don't you? You're right, s- it's weed. <laughs> <laughs> but she'll be like, well, and Rory will be like, well, why don't you stay for dinner? Because Jess is here and it's going to be really bad if you Spe- don't. Speaking of. Well, just let me, just yeah. this one last thought. Every single time, um, every, like, every. Honestly, every single time Paris calls home, she doesn't talk to her parents. She talks to the nanny or the maid or the, she has fucking 
Nobody, man. Yeah. So I do do I think everything Paris does is correct? No. But I think there it should be there should be a lot of understanding here for this woman who is really just trying to make it out alive, man. Yeah. Like just fighting for life. Anyway, uh speaking, speaking of, of boys, you should not boys, date. Boys, 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 boys. Holy <laughs> fuck. Here's the- <laughs> it's so funny. So so first of all, just without Mm-hmm. He's a bad boy. He's bad for Rory. He influences poor behavior. That's so funny because in my honestly, okay, do you not I think don't he's know. a villain? No, he's a villain. He's a villain. He's a villain. But like honestly, when they were breaking down, like when like in between the transition of like Dean and Jess, honestly, I was kind of in agreement with how much more Jess and Rory actually kind of have stuff in common because every time I would see Dean and I know they're trying to like allude to that and kind of set that up and what have you. And I think Dean's such a nice guy. Like I get it. Uh, Aside from the fact of like, Oh, I said, I love you. And you didn't say it right back. So fuck you. We're done. Like I was like, all right, we need to, we need to take a seat a little bit. Just give her a minute. You know what I mean? But I do think like, here's the thing. I think Jess is a necessary part of Rory's life. I think he is a necessary transition. I think he is a necessary period in Rory's life because they're going to bring each other to the other side of it. It's necessary because Dean is a good guy. He's He's a good boy. He's, He's, he follows all the rules. Conditions. Conditions. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Whereas, um, Whereas uh, Roar, like uh, Jess, he he doesn't follow the rules, but he's like very intellectual. He's he reads smart. a lot. He's into a lot of like the the same things Rory is as far as like books and learning and that sort of thing goes. But Rory's too far. Rory's too close to Dean as far as following rules and doing all the right stuff and what have you. Jess needs a bit of following the rules. Rory needs a bit of not following the rules. Yeah. They do. They need they need a bit of that. Should they end up together? Fuck no. Okay. Is he a necessary step in her life? I kind of think so. Honestly, because Dean wasn't going to make her different. He's not going to push her. She's not going to push her to grow. She, yes, exactly. Mm. If anything, every conversation I felt like with Dean was Dean pulling her back just a little bit. Quite frankly. <laughs> So, okay. We're allowed to have different opinions on no, this. No, that's, <laughs> that's a very interesting take because, like, I think we've all, you know, had a relationship with someone who, like, challenges us or pushes us the other way. What's 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 interesting, though, is, like, this is a 16-year-old girl. This is, this is a girl who's, like, trying to accomplish things in her life. Mm. And you go, like, what's the best time... To, to do this. So like like sort of I think the inciting incident which like really cast Jess as a bad guy is they're supposed to be studying. Mm-hmm. Um, one, one of the few times I'm going to argue that Luke is perhaps a bit of a villain in this. Oh, okay, yeah. Because otherwise I am I am team Luke. Oh, Always. The old curmudgeon Always. who doesn't like technology in yes. his place of business. Although could you also, just the, say you like life? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. <gasps> but then you don't have a, the, a the drama. The they won't they of it all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, and also, let me just say, 99% of the time, Luke is the voice of reason. Yeah. Like, like 
I think it's when she first starts dating Dean and Rory lies about where they're at or something. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, she's 16. She's your daughter. She's not going to tell you everything. She does tell me everything. This is different. Yeah. <laughs> this has to do with boys. Yes. Like, you're not going to have this. Um, he's he's the guy who knows that Rory is going to lie to Lorelai. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what your relationship is. He knows that. But in this episode, he goes, uh, uh, Jess, it's his nephew, by the way, right? Mm-hmm. So he goes, Jess is failing out of school, so I need somebody smart to help him tutor. I'm going to go ask Rory directly. He absolutely should have gone through his mother, right? Mm. He has to be like, Lorelai, would it be okay with you if Rory uh, tutors Jess? And then Lorelai has, I feel, legitimate reasons that she would not want Rory tutoring Jess. Already feels like he's a bad influence. Already feels like, and to your point, that he is going to pull her that way. Obviously, she's got her own- But she needs to be pulled a bit, I think. Yeah, and obviously Lorelai has her own experience with tough boys and rough boys and like disobeying the law and getting into trouble at 16. Right. So there's obviously that fear that like she's going to make the same mistakes you're you made. And I don't know. I guess I'm just like if you're crazy, if you're if you're wild boy, crazy mother. She's 32 when we see her still boy crazy. Lorelai's still boy crazy. Right. Oh, yeah. Never not boy crazy. And never making a correct decision no, about it. Good but if, Christ. But if your mother who has been that her entire life is like, by the way. This is setting off some like mm. some bad boy alarms. Yeah, ah, I think you got to kind of side with that. Uh, or- I I think you need to sprinkle a bad boy because here's what happens. Okay, I because I've seen this happen. All right. right, I I don't know if you remember this when you went to university, but when you went to university, was there not a large group of people that had never experienced a fucking ounce of freedom in their life yeah. and then went fucking buck wild? Dropped out of school, yeah. something major, ha- ended up in a hospital. Like, major things happen to people that aren't allowed to push the boundaries a bit, break the rules a little bit while they're younger. You have to test that out. Otherwise, you're going to end up in so much fucking trouble later. Yeah. 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 And ugh, ugh. I just think he's a necessary season. Like, I, 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 <laughs> no, and you're not wrong. I just, I just, if I was to Laura, defend like, him as a villain, I would be like, D- don't hang out with him like he's a yeah. like, like to the point where also Dean like who clearly is like he's trying to steal my girl which he is oh yes but, he like, is correct like, in that <laughs> he is like, correct he is yeah. like you bid on the basket you know I was supposed to bid on the basket that's that's the social convention mm-hmm. you my girlfriend makes the basket I pay for the basket we go have lunch together the proceeds go to charity yes it's, it's antiquated it's kind of fun and harmless but like don't bid on someone's basket if you, you know. But um, I also think and he's like, if he he's, wins and bids on that basket, he's allowed to go eat that basket with her. Yeah, I'm sorry. Those a, are the rules. It's a free word. Yeah, but, the but, but Dean is also like, fuck yeah. you for buying this basket. <laughs> yeah. So like your boyfriend's like, this guy's a bad influence. Mm-hmm. Your mother's like, this guy's a bad influence. And I get what you're saying because mm-hmm. we all got to fly a little close, a moth a little close to the flame. You know yeah. what I mean? But he breaks her wrist in a car accident while he's driving, while they're not supposed to be out, he flees the scene after calling an ambulance and 
it just fucks off into the night. Like that's a that's that's a okay, you're not seeing this guy anymore mm-hmm. kind of thing. And the other thing is, the other thing is Lorelai only comes around to the I should trust my daughter, I should yeah. trust her judgment, I should trust um, that she has a good taste in in people and and will not make the same mistakes I did. Like again, it's that sort of leap of faith is at a certain point you do have to trust that you've raised your kids well enough to make good decisions. Mm-hmm. But she only comes around to that point when Emily agrees with her. Oh. So Laura is like, I don't want her to see mm. this guy. I don't want to be that person, yeah. but I don't want to do this. And and it's just, and you're going to tell me I'm wrong, mom. And Emily's like, no, for the first time I agree with you 100%. Laura lies young girl. She's impressionable. Mm. This guy seems like a really bad influence. And as a parent, you're allowed to set boundaries for your child. Also very reasonable. And then she's like, has all these like acid flashbacks of her mom telling her you can't see boys and then she mm-hmm. just immediately goes in the next room and reverses course which I can't respect at all so <laughs> contrarian like I, it's literally like anything my mother says I will do the opposite of and I'm like you actively need to get out of this because if you're letting somebody else propel and like make all your decisions for you, you're actually still living by her law in a sense. Yes. <laughs> you're still living your entire life by your mother, even if you're just doing the exact opposite thing of whatever she asks. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so that that was just wild to me. Like it was one thing if she like came around to it herself. Yeah. But it, like it was another thing to be like, oh, as soon as my mom says it, I've got a reverse course. Body. Another just like really minor villain that I would like to talk about really quickly was um, I don't know if you saw these episodes, but the um, Luke's old girlfriend comes back. Yeah. 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 Holy fuck. When she leaves again and he's like yeah you know she just left again kel surprise and i'm like um no actually i think i'd leave too wow when she that scene there's a scene okay guys i literally it's mind-blowing okay there's a scene that i know is supposed to be like oh you know like maybe she's overreacting a little bit or maybe it's like you know she sees what these two people can't see or whatever Lorelai going out and buying all these new clothes and these new outfits for Luke and then coming back and being like, okay, fashion show, try them on, show me, da-da-da-da-da. And then his girlfriend, his girlfriend shows up and is like weirded out by it. I'm like, no, you've clocked this correctly. Yeah. <laughs> 100% you've clocked this correctly. It's not you being flighty. It's not you like not being able to hunker down or whatever, or you're a flawed person. No, you looked at that. You went fucking yikes. I'm out. Yeah. She also like caught a candid picture of them at yeah. some festival, like just losing in themselves mm, in each other's mm, eyes. Mm, like just like, no. oh man, that like hungry like the wolf. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, uh, fuck. No, uh, so inappropriate. Yeah. I love Luke though. I'm uh, I love Luke. Oh yeah. I just even even when he and Lorelai are Arguing with, like again, mm-hmm. to go back to the episode where Jesse uh, crashes the car, Lorelai's just freaking out on him. This is your fault. You brought him to the town. Blah, 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 blah. It's my fault that your mm-hmm. daughter's, my daughter's in the hospital. Honestly, kind of fair. But he goes, Hey, listen, you know, I care for Rory more than I care for myself. Like I would, I would die for that girl. But right now, you know where Rory is. I have no fucking clue where Jess is. Yeah. I'm gonna, like, I'm sorry this happened. But right now, 
I need to go find that 16-year-old boy who is MIA because he was just in a car accident. Yeah. Like, I was just like, what a, just a, just a level of a man. You know, just like, <laughs> just, I'm elevating my voice. I am angry. Yeah. But at the same time, I understand this. And our priorities are not matching right now. And I'm sorry for that. There are bigger priorities than you being angry right now, which is 100%. The, a 16-year-old going AWOL after a traffic mm -hmm. accident, you don't know where he is. He's out and is uh, absolutely takes precedent over you yelling at me and your daughter being in the hospital with a broken wrist. Rory's fine. Now let's go find the other kid. It's very funny with Luke because his I feel like his entire character is going over the top on small things and then being the most even-keeled, sensible person when it comes to the large <laughs> stuff. That's his whole character. Yeah. It is. It's, yeah. I'm going to be furious if you answer a phone call in my establishment. Nobody changes anything. Fuck you, soda shop. It's over the top. It's town meeting. It's, I'm going to stand my feet. Fuck this. Fuck you. Uh, that's un unreasonable. Unreasonable. Okay. Yeah. And then the second something serious goes down, something for real is happening. The most reasonable, even keel. Like like, like a lake, like glass. Woo, just buddy. not a ripple. Buddy. Just, that's, Small thing, losing his mind. That's, <laughs> and that's kind of what you want, I think. <laughs> I think I have. I like him. <laughs> I think I have a bit of that. Okay. Like, like I think You're a little like, Luke. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, no, like there's been times where like the shits really hit mm -hmm. the fan and like, like I am amazed at myself with just like, okay. And you, you just, you settle into this thing and you go, this is what needs to happen right now. And we're going to do it. Like when our roof started leaking or whatever, like it should have been pure fucking chaos. Yeah. You know, like oh, we just bought this place and now there's like water pouring in on the first floor. It's not even above a ceiling. So it's like traveling through the house. And we're like, oh, fuck, like pulling carpets out, like moving furniture and all the rest. And I was just like, okay, well, um, we've brought the buckets down. We've done this. The next day I'm calling like a roofer. I'm calling a plumber, like we're figuring it mm -hmm. out. And I had it so sorted within like 12 hours. Yeah. And then the same time, because we had moved, I had to change barbers. And it took me like six weeks to find Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I got to. Well, my head's not leaking. So uh, yeah, <laughs> it's like it can always be put off one more day. Yeah. And it can. And it's and, and for some reason, I was sweating all the small stuff. I was like, well, mm -hmm. I, I need to find a place where I can go all the time. And where it's like, this is it. I don't want to call. I don't want to sound stupid if I call like like it went through. So my hair got so long for like the six weeks or whatever following that. And I was even talking to my therapist. She's like, why do you think that is? I was like, I don't know, because that just needed to get done and the haircut didn't. Yeah. So you sweat the small, like you freak out about the small stuff and then you just go, like it's this weird zen peaceful mm. moment where it's like when the shit really hits the fan, you go, all right, this is what we got to deal with right now. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Valid. But um, another episode I really did want to talk okay, about. Okay, yes. And yes, this is of more course. for Emily. I've watched it all. Is... Um, <laughs> This is the first season, Rory's birthday. Ah, okay. Where yeah. Emily literally calls up Lorelai and mm -hmm. says almost verbatim, I would like to go shopping with you to buy Rory a present because I envy the relationship that you have with her and I would like that for myself. I envy how, much, how well you know my granddaughter. 
So I would like to go with you shopping so you can help me pick out the perfect gift for her. Then we realize it's the only time. They come to the birthday party. That So there's two birthday parties. Yes. One that Emily puts on for her, which mm-hmm. is a fancy affair. She invites all the people from school that Laurel, or sorry, that Rory doesn't get along with. It's a bad night. Rory yells at her, I think, mm-hmm. or is rude or something. Laurel, yeah. I, yell, I forget what. And then Rory invites her to her birthday, which is the fun, the towny one. And we we see that it's the first time that the parents have been at their house. Which is why. They live half an hour away. Yes. Um, it, it's Emily seeing Lorelai in a cast. Mm. She didn't even, like a picture of her in a cast, didn't realize that like she had ever broken her leg. Um, sees all the, she, she sees the, the quilt that Lorelai's built made out of all of Rory's uh, baby clothes. And you just see this woman losing it. Like she, like, like breaking, like mm-hmm. sadness of just like all of these things that she's lost out on. And it, it's it's a heartbreaking episode. Where, and it's like, but Lorelai's mad at her mother for some reason. She's mad that like Rory invited her to the the thing. And you're just like, this this poor, poor woman. Yeah. Losing out on all this stuff. And it's, I was just, it broke me. She, because she fully, every time... Uh, Lorelai's parents help out Rory. Lorelai believes it's some sort of play. Yeah. In her head, she is always playing chess with her parents. There's moves happening. There's manipulations happening. And a lot of it is just them trying to help her. Yeah. Okay? There's no ulterior motive. There's an episode where um, they go to Yale and uh, because uh, Lorelai's father went to Yale mm-hmm. and he's like, okay, like I, you know what I mean? Let's go around campus, all this sort of stuff. And then um, he goes, I actually got you a meeting with the, admi- the, the admission, like the, whatever, the, the, the man that handles all the admissions in Yale. I've got a meeting with him right now. Like you can, you can step in. And then Lorelai freaks the fuck out on him. Because Harvard was the dream. Harvard's the dream. And what he are goes, you doing? Yeah, Harvard's the dream. Harvard's the dream. And it's like, Okay, and it's established in that episode and several episodes later also that, um, bitch, you can't just apply for one. What the fuck are you even talking about? Like, what do you who, even? <laughs> who who has a Harvard one or done? One or done. Like, it's I'm that or only going to apply to Harvard. Now, well, let me tell you, it's one of the harder schools to get into. So mm-hmm. maybe maybe you do a safety school with you. And Yale, he and he basically breaks down that like you have a much higher chance of getting into Yale because I went there. Like I'm already I'm well established within this community, so this could at least which is terrible and you don't want to hear no, that. No, but, no, but but at least that that gets you a leg up. Now later in that episode, Rory freaks out because she's like, "No, like that wasn't fair of you. You shouldn't have sprung that on me." And she is right because she's like, "I wanted to have everything with me. Like he didn't have any of my information. I could have handled that interview better if you had have oh, allowed yeah. me to prep. I would have still done it." But knowing that the the mother's so like whipped up in this like Harvard dream or what have you, they have a full dinner where Rory hadn't even told Lorelai that she'd applied to different schools and she finds out at this dinner. And it's because no, like literally the private school you go to won't actually physically allow you to only apply for one. 
And, and it it's a part of their rule, like their their regulations. Yes, and and there's also a scene very early on where Lorelai says to Rory, "I I can't. We've had the Harvard dream for so long. I can't remember if it's something that I wanted for you or that you wanted for you." And you go, yeah, like like here's the thing. It's like shoot for the stars, and if you miss, you land mm. on the moon, right? I want to go to Harvard is a great goal to have. I yes. want to exceed yeah. academically. I want to go to the best mm-hmm. school. But like as a parent, you have to have the knowledge that they might end up somewhere else. They might end up in Yale, God forbid. Oh, um, no. or or the University of Michigan. Yeah. Like who knows, right? Like, but but. It, it's not the destination or whether or not they do that. It's like where they end up in that journey. Like Lorelai of all people should know that it's about the journey. But Lorelai is so whipped up on it that Rory knew telling her would even upset her. So she doesn't. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so you as a parent should maybe look at that and not go, oh, the betrayal. You should look at that and go, what, what, what am I doing to cause this behavior. Why do you feel like you cannot tell why, me this? Why do you feel like you can't tell me that? Why do you, why what do have, you, what pressures why do have I, I put on like you? like I can't tell my parents about yeah. my engagement? Ugh, why, you know, God, or, yeah. or anything like that. And and you go like, oh, this is, and again, this is something that the show does really well, where you yeah. see all these flaws being passed down unaltered <laughs> through three generations of women, right? Where you go like, uh, but but it's, it's a, I think it's especially heinous with Lorelai and Rory as opposed mm. to Emily and Lorelai, where by Lorelai thinks that she has this perfectly honest, cool mom relationship with yeah. Rory. So many times in my notes here, Rebecca, I wrote down, "You're not friends. She's your mom." Yeah. Or, or or you're not friends. She's your daughter. Mm. She needs a mother. Yeah. Like even just. Sometimes s- you do need a friend, but sometimes you need a mother and you have to be able to switch it up. <sighs> yeah. If your default is like, I'm going to. Uh, but if, you, if your motivation is, I want to be the cool mom. Mm. I want to be the mom that you feel like you can talk to all the time. Speaking of phases, I think lying to your parents is a phase. Yeah, of course. I think you. I, I, they've done studies and the people who are most successful in life are the people who lie the best. Oh fuck, that's dark. <laughs> it's, no, it's it's dark, but like it's it's like or who learned to lie earliest. Mm. So it's it be, and the reason is because people who can lie better understand how the world works and what people expect. Okay. So oh, it's like I okay, so it's yeah. like if um, Rory, were you out with a boy tonight when you weren't mm. supposed to? And she goes, "No, I was studying at the library." Everyone goes, "Rory studies." Rory goes to libraries. That makes sense. Yeah. But if if she was like, no, there was a circus in town and and a clown gave me a pie and I was eating the pie and then a dog came and stole the pie and I had to <laughs> and you go, well, that's a lie. Yeah. Because <laughs> you don't understand how the world works. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what that comes down to. It's not necessarily that dishonesty gets you ahead. It's like understanding how people work and how the world works and what makes a convincing lie means that you can like navigate the world better. I think that's how it goes. But yeah. anyway, all this to say, man, y- you, you can't be the cool mom. You can't be like, well, who wants to clean out the fridge tonight? Not me. I did it last time. Or who wants to do laundry? Yeah. <laughs> like all these cute little quips. I was like, you're her mom. 
clear her mom. Like, yeah. you can be like, it's my turn to t- clean out the, mm. the laundry or clean out the dishes or clean out the fridge or whatever it is. And next week it's your turn. No, I did it twice. You, like, like it's more of a an authority like an authority oh. thing as opposed to like a we're fun roommates no, 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 and we're no. going to argue about who whose job it is to do the laundry guaranteed tonight. now i don't know what happens in the later seasons so like and maybe they never even touch on it but i fuck it in real life Garen fucking teed whoever rory is living with after this goes what the fuck is wrong with this slob? This woman has learned no life skills. <laughs> okay, there's dishes everywhere. She yeah. doesn't know how to cook. There's oh yeah, they do takeout all the time. I forgot that, yeah. I'm like, man, like I've lived with people like her where yeah. I'm like, buddy, like you're, and, and again, What, were it's, you raised by a 16-year-old? But oh, you were. <laughs> but you know what's surprising? 99% of the time, I do feel like it's the smartest people I know. It yeah. is the people where I'm like, you, if we were taken, if we sat down and we took a test together, you would mop the fucking floor with me and you don't actually understand how to mop a floor. I, <laughs> yeah, and I think that probably comes from like what has been emphasized as mm. being important. Valid. Like, like if your parents are like, go upstairs and study and do your homework, um, because that's the, that's the most important thing right now. So it's after dinner, mm-hmm. go do you finish your meal, you go do the homework. That's one thing. And then if your parents are like, well, it's after dinner, so you're doing the dishes to so take your dishes to the thing, make sure you do them, make sure you load the dishwasher, whatever. And then, like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it can be, it's kind of whatever has been placed as important by the parents. Yeah, I think there's room for all. There's room for all. Absolutely there's there is. There's room for all. And you know one thing I really do agree with? One life lesson. Yeah. And this is, again, Emily. It's like school dance. The school dance, oh, where uh, I just told Dean to come up and honk when he's here. And Emily's like, no, no, no. No granddaughter of mine mm-hmm. is going to run out into the driveway because a boy honks. You come up to the door. I, yeah. you, say, you say, hello, Mrs. Gilmore. Um, I, yeah. And Lorelai was just going to let it happen. I was like, no. No, You're Emily's fucking, actually right. Yeah, yeah. I, that's you put some respect on it. That's not even like an old school. No, like, no, no. Use you put your, some respect use your, on like, it. Like fucking yeah. dinner fork and dessert fork, that kind of shit. Or oh, this is the fine china for wine. Or it's none of that yeah. fucking hoity-toity. It's a mm. uh, you show up and you, you have the respect of going up to the door, ringing the doorbell, or you know, texting here. <laughs> And being like, hello, I'm taking I'm your daughter door, out. Yeah. Not that you need to prove anything no, or no. ask for permission. It's just a, it's a. But also, you know, the, you know, the people inside the house, man. I've never rolled up to a place where I know other people inside the house and not at least poked my head in and went, hey. <laughs> yeah. Most embarrassing thing that ever, one of the most embarrassing things that ever happened to me. I was picking up a girl from a date and uh, like some school dance or whatever. I just got my driver's license like not too, too long ago. Like maybe a month or two, and I had the van, and uh, I was just like, "Well, I just need to run up to the door and pick her up." Yeah. And I uh, double parked in front of a cop car, just for like, but it was like it was like so busy on this street, right? Mm-hmm. Like, because there was something going on at like a community pool that was like across the street from them. So I like I was just like, it's just going to be like ten minutes. I'll be fine. Like nobody's going anywhere. And uh, I ran out and I, I rang the doorbell and did the whole, mm-hmm. you know, dad's being intimidating. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I know him. He was like one of the nicest guys ever. Mm-hmm. Picked up his daughter and his friends and we all left. And then I couldn't get the car started again. 
And I, in my hurry to like not be double parked, I turned off the car without putting it in park. So I had like cranked the keys down. Uh, and like at first I was like, I can't get the keys out. It's like, doesn't matter. I'll run to the mm. door and do it. And then I couldn't turn it back on. And the dad had to come out and like <laughs> be like, oh, is it in park or whatever? Bet that was a turn on. Yeah. Woo! That's anyway, so funny. But All I right. didn't just honk. That's so funny. So much more embarrassing, but. Well, yeah. in conclusion, I Are mean, we, yeah. yeah, we got to conclude. Gotta I know, a, I know, we, we got to conclude, man. Two. We, we do, because it's like, we're already, we're already well past what we should. Okay. <laughs> but in conclusion, love Emily, love Paris, honestly. Even if you don't think Paris is right, I really like her as a character. Um, I think a lot of these minor villains are correct as well. And Lorelai's just making bad decisions left, right, and center. I think we can both agree. And now it is time for our ranking. I am, I'm, I'm ranking Emily. Yeah. I am doing the, um, I, I, I'm basically doing the, uh, <laughs> I don't know what to even call it. The Gilmore girls consumables. Uh, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> ranking, I've got uh, from 12 uh, shots of espresso uh, to a uh, <laughs> to three Al's mystery takeout bags. I am going to give uh, Emily, I'm going to give her three, uh, no, sorry, uh, two Suki cakes. Mm. Delicious, good for any manner. Uh, run them through. Love yeah. it, <laughs> love it. Uh, I've got the fast talking scale. Oh, perfect. Yep. Yes, yes, uh, yes. So yes. from a 1940s detective movie, uh, to uh, a song that features Eminem, you know, just like ah, yeah. the little perfect where he's Great. just he's fucking going at it. Great scale. Uh, I'm gonna give Lorelai a. Uh, I'm, I'm ranking Lorelai yeah. a used car salesman. Mm. Uh, no doubt charming, but covering up some questionable behaviors. <laughs> Good. <laughs> hey guys, as always, uh, before we get to our heroes and villains of the week, there's a couple of ways you can help out the podcast. If you would like to follow us, uh, you can follow us at Villain Was Right on pretty much any platform platform but twitter um because it's a hellscape if you want to follow if you want to see our our funny little faces talking to microphones you can check us out on tiktok and instagram uh we're also on facebook you can also email us if you would like to email us any suggestions this was obviously okay a highly highly uh recommended suggestion um, so if you'd like to email us, you can email us at villainwasright at gmail.com. And uh, if you would like to rank and review us, if you would like to leave us a five-star review, we would love that. That's amazing. It helps other people find us. And if you would like some bonus content and you have a couple bucks. Yeah, we're on Patreon, patreon.com slash thevillainwasright. Uh, it is a, a, sp- a monthly subscription service where you get to support us, then the podcast, uh, financially. And in exchange, you're going to get some amazing benefits. So at our very, very top tier, uh, we're doing uh, two bonus episodes every month. I pick a good movie, and Rebecca picks a bad one. I pick one. an equally good movie. Uh, so <laughs> it, uh, this month, uh, January, was uh, Hero Dreams of Sushi was my pick, an inspirational thing about like what it means to be dedicated to an art, and uh, Rebecca picked Sharknado. <laughs> equally uh, good cinematic uh, adventure. Equally inspiring. So if you are interested <laughs> in that, uh, head on over to patreon.com slash right. Um, and, uh, yeah, and thanks for everyone else who already supports us. And if you don't have the money, uh, that's fine. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for supporting this podcast, telling your friends about it. And now it is time for our heroes (laughs) and villains of the week. I got a, uh, 
I got a hero this week. Great. Uh, Love so it. I uh, I went to a concert for the mm-hmm. first time in a very long while because d- I am a cool person. Who did nope. you go see? Uh, I went to go see the Menzingers. Oh, uh, I don't even know. You're so fi- cool. I don't even know who Philly, those are. Philly yeah. punk band. Cat cool. and I's like favorite band together. Oh, like, like we yeah, just started listening cute. to it yeah. and like it got a. Anyway. Fucking great show. Uh, we, of course, showed up so early. Like, we showed up, like, half an hour before even the opening band started. Adorable. So cool. We, but we had seats. We just sat there. Anyway, it's been so long. I, like, forgot how much fun concerts are. But, um, like, opening bands, just, like, fucking. I was like, I'm the opening band. I I identify with these people so much. Like, just these, like, uh, uh, rodeo boys, just, like, queer punk rockers, just, like, oh, doing cool. flips on each other's backs and just rocking. I was like, this is so fun. Like, so that oh, was the pageantry. Fir- like, yeah, going they had, for they had it. a little like stagecraft, you yeah. know what I mean? Um, so that was rodeo boy. That was the first opener. And then the second opener, very different. than this this is my actual hero. So the, the stage comes up, and mm-hmm. they've moved this drum set to, like, front and center on the stage like it's not in the back like up on the rise or anything and it's the most minimalist like i don't know drumming but Mm -hmm. it is the most minimal drum set you've ever seen it's like you know like a three-piece drum set something like that like and i was like wow what the fuck are they gonna do with that and you know everyone else at this show is like they're fucking punk right like even just you know dyed hair Mm -hmm. like fucking mohawk or like you blended right in buddy and then like you know or even just like hoodies and they're off with like long beards and just like oh we're musicians Mm -hmm. we're fucking musicians and uh this band comes out and the two guitarists uh, you know bass and guitar come out looking exactly how you think and then this guy comes out, black T-shirt, um, you know, thick-rimmed glasses, uh, short hair, and I'm like, who the fuck is this Craig Fay-looking motherfucker <laughs> coming out on stage? And then this guy sits down at the drums, and you're like, oh, this is why he is front and center, and this is why he had, like all the lights just go on him. And he's this is the drummer of Cloud Nothing is the band, and. This guy is the fastest person I have ever seen in my life. I could not believe how well this guy was. Like, it it was absolutely insane. I could not take my eyes off him the whole time. That's awesome. I was like, this is this is superhuman. His ability to do this, like it's, it had to be like two hundred beats a minute. Like it was insane what he was doing. And meanwhile, like the guys with the guitars are just kind of standing there, just like mm-hmm. strumming, like almost no stagecraft whatsoever. And I was just like so focused on this guy for their entire set. I was like, all the lights focused on this guy. I was like, this band knows. This band knows <laughs> who that, the leader is. Yeah, yeah. I was like, they know what the draw is. Anyway, it was it was uh, so fun just to watch like this, you know, mousy looking guy, and then just like like faster than I could see with my eyes. It was unreal. Uh, hero of the week. Awesome. I also have a hero. Yeah, nice. Quick light. Um, you and I have been talking about this a bit, um, where, you know, like somebody inserting one of your bits in real life, right? This is a really quick one, but the best one I've ever received this full Lord me. So I have, um, I have this one joke where basically I I just call queefing pussy applause. I was like, queefing is pussy applause. (laughs) I don't know why people don't like that. I was like, you should love it. It's pussy applause, right? So one of my buddies comes up to me the other day and he goes, 
So just so you know, I got a laugh from one of your jokes. And I go, what happened? And he goes, I was having sex with this woman and she started queefing. And I said, don't worry, that's just pussy applplause. <laughs> and he got a laugh during sex. That's and I got to tell you. That's the biggest standing. I can't, you can't get a higher credit than that. That's a tough laugh. I got a laugh during sex that I wasn't having. Yes. Yes. Sweet victory. <laughs> I can't tell you. Nothing has made me feel better than that in my entire life. I was like, that's the most amazing credit. Uh, I might put it in my bio. I might, I might figure out how to write that into my bio. Yeah. Because I think it might be. during sex that you're not having. Yeah, come on. That's a. That's a 10 out of 10. That guy's a hero for doing that and telling me that story <laughs> because I have never felt more pride in my life. Uh, anyway, guys, uh, as always, you can follow me at Rebecca Reitz on any platform of your choosing. Yeah, and you can follow me at Craig Fake Comedy on Facebook, Twitter, and uh, TikTok as well. Um, you can catch me uh, emceeing at uh, Absolute Toronto uh, January 30th through February 4th uh, as well as you can catch me emceeing for Tracy Hamilton's uh, album recording, which is happening on January 29th in uh, Toronto. Uh, Tracy's been a uh, 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 guest on the podcast a couple times now, so uh, if you're in Toronto, uh, grab your tickets for that. And uh, that does it for us this week on the podcast. Uh, stay tuned next week where it's audience choice. We are going to be covering, uh, it's our Nick Cage week. Nick Cage! Nick Cage, so we, you voted and it's national treasure, baby. <laughs> we're doing it. We're, uh, <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're defending Mr. Uh, Beanie, the bean man. The beanster. The beanster. And until then, this is The Villain Was Right, reminding you, you shouldn't be your best friend. She's your mother. <laughs> 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 the Villain Was Right is produced by Andrew Ivamy as part of the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as webcomics, articles, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com.